Oh, would you bless your heart at? You ever been in church somebody got an ugly baby? Your grandmama walk from nowhere, is that your baby? Bless his heart. That means that baby is fucked up. Cause everybody child is not cute. Somebody got some little gorillas at the house. You ever have somebody show you a picture, you be like, damn, is your baby for real? He looks just like your dad. You ready? All right, everybody. Thank you very much, and thank you for returning to Things You're Not Supposed to Talk About with Louis G. And you can guess what today's topic is. Today's topic is your baby isn't cuter than mine. That's right. That's, that's not... Your baby's not cuter than my baby, is it? Do you think your babies are cuter than my babies? I don't think your babies are cuter than my babies. How about that? I think my babies are the cutest babies that ever lived, right? And we're going to figure out why. Why do you think your baby is the cutest baby that ever lived? All right. Well, so what makes a parent think their baby is cuter than somebody else's baby? Now, you know what we do here, right? We do on the show, we do a thing called tiered thinking. We start asking questions. We start at the bottom. We get to the top of the pyramid. And by the time we get there, we should have a, we should be having a great time sliding down. All right. So uh, there are several factors that can influence a baby's, I mean, a parent's perception of their own baby's cuteness compared to other babies. Right. Here are some possible reasons you might think your baby is cuter than mine. And I'm going to tell you, it's not. All right. So, uh, biological instincts, right? As a parent, you have a strong biological bond with your baby that makes you feel more connected and protective towards them. This can make you see your baby as cuter than other babies. Huh? Huh? That's my baby. Of course my baby's cuter than your baby. It's silly. Emotional attachment. Parents often have a deep emotional attachment to their baby and this can lead them to view their baby as more attractive or adorable than other babies uh you know what i'm gonna say to you about that one that little bullet point right there even though it's true you know right i'm not a baby guy right i, I think my my daughters are beautiful uh i have a, adult women i think they're beautiful and uh I'm, i know they were good looking babies right I, I know they were but right it didn't really matter it doesn't matter doesn't matter to me if they're good looking or not. I don't like babies. That's it. I think all babies are ugly anyway. All right. I like them when they hit about five or six, and then you can start talking to them and reading to them and having a good time, and that's when I like kids. Other than that, all babies are ugly to me anyway, so let's keep going. All right. You have uh, personal preferences. Beauty is subjective, and every person has their own preference when it comes to physical appearance. As a result, a parent may simply find their own baby's features, such as their eyes or smile, more appealing than those of other babies. That's right. That's right. My baby smile is better than your baby smile. Confirmation bias. Now, I didn't know what that was, right? I, you know, uh, I, co corporations make you take these bias things, uh, confirmation bias, and there's all kinds of different biases that people have. And this confirmation bias thing was a little foreign to me. I had to look it up. So uh, sometimes a parent may have a preconceived notion that their baby is the cutest, and they may subconsciously seek out evidence to confirm this belief while disregarding evidence to the contrary. That's right. If you have 10 people telling you you have an ugly baby, right? <laughs> I don't know who those 10 people are, but damn, I want to meet them, right? Hey, man, you got an ugly baby. Woo, that's the ugliest baby I've ever seen, right? No, that's not happening, okay? So, you know, you, you're going to believe your baby is the cutest baby. Social pressures, you know, 
Uh, in some cases, parents may feel pressure to believe that their baby is the cutest because of societal expectations or family dynamics. For example, huh, I got an example here. Grandparents may insist that their grandchild is the cutest, which can influence the parent's perception as well. So if mom and dad say, my baby's the cutest, well, you know what? It must be the cutest. All right. Well, you know, there can be a variety of factors that influence a parent's perception of their own baby's cuteness. However, it's important to remember that all babies are unique and special in their own way and that there's no objective standard for cuteness. All right. No objective standard for cuteness whatsoever. They don't. Like, don't nobody want nobody ugly, really, in real life. Like... You feel me? And people be like, oh, you can't talk about kids. Like, you know what I mean? You can't do it. Like, like you tell me you ain't never seen an ugly kid before? Really? Like, it's, it's a lot of ugly. Like, where do you think ugly adults come from? They don't just grow out of the grass. <laughs> you know what I mean? You always look like that. Just nobody had the heart to tell you. Kids be fucked up looking sometimes. Like, I know I got good looking babies because when I show people my kids, they talk about my kids. They be like, oh, look at his hair, those dimples, that face. They talk about my babies. When you got ugly babies, they talk about the picture. You be like, look at my babies. They be like, is that a new bike? When you get them that bike? That's a, that's <laughs> that's crazy right people are going to talk about the picture they talk about everything else but the baby huh so how does uh uh how does um having a baby affect the way a woman feels about other people's children right you have uh women out there who are running around telling you how to raise your kids and uh, they don't have any kids of their own and i think that's silly of them and uh but 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 then again what happens to a woman right after she has a baby when she hasn't had a baby and she's been hanging around babies for a long time and what happens to you? There's got to be something, right? So the experience of having a baby can have a profound impact on a woman's feelings towards other people's children. Yeah? Here are some ways in which we can manifest this problem, all right? Increased empathy. Huh? Look at that. The experience of becoming a mother can increase a woman's empathy towards other children and parents. She may better understand the joys and challenges of parenting and feel a greater sense of connection to other parents and their children, which means she might be looking at other parents' kids as not ugly when they really are. All right. Protective instincts, right? A woman who has a baby may feel a heightened sense of protectiveness towards all children, not just her own. She may be more alert to potential dangers or risks and may be more inclined to intervene if she perceives a child to be in danger. And if you're calling a baby ugly, I'm telling you a bunch of women are going to show up going, hey, man, don't be doing that baby. That baby's beautiful. <laughs> All right. Comparisons. A woman has had a baby. A woman who has had a baby may find herself making comparisons between her own child and other children. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. She may be more critical of other children's behaviors or development, or she may be more likely to notice similarities or differences between her child and others. What we're not saying here is, right, and what I sometimes don't have time to say in these little bullet points, I like to say them myself, is this. Um... When you're looking at another child and its development, are you actually looking at yours going, how come my kid isn't that far ahead? Uh, how come my kid's not reading like that? Uh, how come my kid isn't doing cartwheels? Uh, they're the same age. They're the same height. They're the same weight. How come that kid is smarter than mine? And you start looking at your kid going, wait a minute. Is my kid, is my kid dumb? <laughs> right? I mean, are you, you're doing it. I'm doing it. I mean, I was doing it. Right? We're not doing it anymore, though. They're not dumb anymore, I promise. Judgments. Uh, some women may become more judgmental of other parents' children after having a baby, particularly if they feel that other parents are not meeting their own high standards for parenting. Ooh. Ooh. Soccer moms, buddy. Watch out. This can lead to feelings of superiority or judgment towards other parents. I mean, snootiness, right? You're sending your kid to a private school. Other kids are going to public school. Uh, you think your kid knows more. That's all there is to it. 
Uh, then you finally have appreciation. Some women may simply develop a greater appreciation for the uniqueness and value of every child after having a baby. They may be more likely to see the beauty in diversity and to celebrate the individual strengths and qualities of each child they encounter. You would think, uh, if you were listening to this right now, that a woman probably wrote that uh, paragraph. They did not. I did. All right. And uh, I'm telling you that the, uh, yeah, that's true. Right. Some women are more likely uh, to see the beauty and diversity and celebrate individual strengths and qualities of each child they encounter. That's more likely true of how women behave, you know, with children around, right? We treat ugly babies like black people. Like if it was a pretty baby here right now, everybody will hold it and pass it around and kiss it. Ugly babies sit in a stroller all night with a blanket over them. You just, you just throw snacks on them. You don't even feed them. You give them ugly snacks, chips, juice don't even be opening. You be like, he gonna open it, he'll open it. Throw a whole Pepsi in that, he'll, he got it. Now, ugly babies have ugly nicknames. Stank Stank and Doodle. Doodle Man. Doodle Man, shut up, cry. Doodle Man, huh? Stank Stank. <laughs> oh boy. They're giving ugly babies ugly nicknames. That's crazy, man. So uh, you gotta ask yourself now, Right? What factors do women use to determine if their baby is cuter than someone else's? How do you determine if it are the, is there a set of factors that determine if a baby is cuter than other babies? This is silly, right? There are several factors that women may use to determine if their own baby is cuter than someone else's. Here are some of the possible factors, right? So physical features, of course. Women may compare the physical features of their baby with those of other babies. For example, they may look at the shape of a baby's eyes, the, shape, the size and shape of the nose, the symmetry of the face, or the texture and thickness of the hair, and they might look at that baby and go, damn, that is not my baby. My baby doesn't look like that. My baby's cuter. And that would be true personality and behavior women may also compare the personality and behavior of their baby with those of other babies for example they may look at, at how active or calm the baby is how responsive they are to stimuli or how easily they adapt to new situations i mean say when you have a baby sitting in a stroller right and all it does is sit there and look at you and it doesn't say anything and it's bubbling up and it's got bubbles coming out of its mouth you're thinking wow uh it couldn't be any cuter that's all it doesn't matter how ugly the baby is you're thinking wow it, c- it can't get any cuter than that. A baby with bubbles coming out of its mouth. Okay. Emotional, uh, there's an emotional attachment, right? Women may have a deeper emotional attachment to their own baby, which can make them more inclined to view their baby as cuter than other babies. Well, that, that's just crazy. I mean, who has an emotional attachment to their kids, right? I don't, I don't know. Who, who does that? Cultural or societal expectations. Women may also be influenced by cultural or societal expectations about what constitutes cuteness. Huh? For example... Certain physical features or behaviors may be seen as more attractive or desirable in one culture than another, and women may be influenced by these cultural norms when evaluating their own baby's cuteness. I'm going to say that's what happened with head binding, right? Somebody said, hey, look at the size of that kid's head. How did you get it like that? Is that an alien? And someone said, oh, no, no, we just bound it up, made it grow longer uh, with this here twine. Hey, what are you doing? And wrap it around a kid's head. Oh, I want, my, I want to do that. Yeah, no, right? Maybe they should get butt implants or cheek implants or something how about a boob job right confirmation bias finally uh women may have a preconceived notion is that confirmation bias again guess what we're going to do we're going to figure out what that means and they may seek out evidence to confirm this belief while disregarding evidence to the contrary meaning you're not going to tell a woman a baby isn't cute 
she's going she's gonna to hit you with the baby. Uh, it's important to note that uh, perceptions of cuteness are subjective and can vary widely from person to person, right? All right. So what not, now we have to ask ourselves, we've heard confirmation bias twice in this content. We're going to go, all right, Lou, what is confirmation bias and how does it play into women's thinking that their baby is the cutest baby? Well, confirmation bias is a cognitive bias where people tend to seek out and interpret information in a way that confirms their pre-existing beliefs or hypotheses while ignoring or dismissing evidence that contradicts them. In the context of women thinking that their baby is the cutest, confirmation bias can play a role in several ways. First of all, a woman may have a preconceived notion that her baby is the cutest and she may actively seek out evidence to confirm this belief. For example, she may take more photos of her baby than other babies, or she may pay more attention to positive comments or reactions from other ba- others about her baby's appearance. Uh-huh. A woman may, secondly, a woman may interpret ambiguous or neutral information in a way that confirms her belief that her baby is the cutest. You know, like you start talking, like, like I say, right? You show a picture of your baby and everybody goes, wow, you got him a new bike? Uh, for example, she may pre- perceive a neutral comment about her baby's appearance as a compliment, or she may overlook flaws in her baby's appearance while hyper-focusing on flaws in other babies. You know, the old beam in your eye thing, right? Uh, thirdly, a woman may discount or dismiss evidence that contradicts her belief that her baby is the cutest. You know, for example, she may dismiss compliments about other babies' appearance as sincere and misguided, and she may rationalize negative comments about her own baby's appearance as being due to a bias or jealousy. That's right. You think your baby is cuter than my baby because you're jealous that my baby is actually cuter than yours. That's That's it. That's how it works. Overall, right? confirmation bias can lead women to overestimate the cuteness of their own baby while underestimating the cuteness of other babies. That's terrible, right? Uh, We don't want to have those kind of mindsets. So what deep-seated mental issues can be attributed to a mother who refuses to think other babies are cuter than her baby? I mean, when you're a mom and people are sitting there and they're talking about other people's babies, and no one's talking about yours or touching yours, or they're giving you the ob- obligatory, oh, isn't he cute? Well, that's when you've got to wonder, right? What kind of mental issues can be attributed to this? Because there can be mental issues here, right? If you have an ugly baby, and you know it's an ugly baby, and you see really cute babies, what are you saying about yourself? Is there something going on in a woman's head or in a mom's head, period, even in a single dad's head, that says, wow, why isn't my baby the cutest? Well, it's important to note that thinking that one's baby is the cutest is a common and normal experience for many moms and dads and does not necessarily indicate any mental health issue. However, if a mother's belief that her baby is the cutest becomes extreme or problematic, it may be indicative of deeper mental issues. Here are some potential issues that may be at play. Narcissism, right? A mother who refuses to believe that other babies are cuter than her own may be exhibiting traits of narcissism, which is a personality disorder characterized by an inflated sense of self-importance and a need for admiration and a lack of empathy for others. And how about insecurity? There's a lot of insecurity going on. Alternatively, a mother who is overly fixated on her own baby's cuteness may be struggling with feelings of insecurity or low self-esteem. Believing that her baby is the cutest may provide a sense of validation or self-worth that she is not able to find elsewhere. Like, oh my God, I can't believe that I'm so ugly and I made this beautiful baby. 
Look at this. Is it's going to hope it stays that way? Right? That's it. How about some anxiety? Maybe even OCD, right? Some mothers may become hyper-focused on their baby's appearance or cuteness because of anxiety or obsessive compulsive disorders. They may worry excessively about their baby's appearance or compare their baby to others to alleviate their anxiety, right? How about them big bows that people on their, put on their kids' heads? I mean, it's, it's weird, right? The more you see a, a newborn, the bigger the bow gets. I mean, I thought it was a small bow, and then one day the bow was 10 times the size of the head, and the kid's like struggling to keep their head up in the picture because the bow is too hard, right? Too, too heavy, okay? So there you go. All right. And then you got the last one. This one is the most dangerous one, postpartum depression. Uh, a mother who is unable to appreciate the cuteness of other babies may be struggling with postpartum depression, which is a mood disorder that can occur after childbirth. Postpartum depression can affect the mother's ability to experience joy or pleasure and may cause her to withdraw from social interactives or activities that she previously enjoyed. Now, I know we're joking about cute babies here, but we can't joke about postpartum depression at all. It's not funny. People die in postpartum depressions. Women die and they take their babies with them. It's not funny. Uh, and there are, there are reasons for that as well. And it's important to note that these issues are complex and multifaceted and it's unlike that any one factor can fully explain a mother's refusal to acknowledge the cuteness of other babies, right? If you as someone you know is experiencing persistent or extreme feelings of self-importance, low self-esteem, anxiety, or depression, it's important to seek medical help, mental and professional help, all right? We're starting to get into a darker area as we get deeper into this, um, into this cuteness thing, you know? So how do distinctly female feelings interfere with a mother's perceptions about the cuteness of their child. And what do we mean by distinctly female feelings? Women have certain feelings men pay zero attention to. And we're going to go over some of that, right? Uh, And it's important to note that distinctly female feelings is is a pretty broad term that can encompass a wide range of emotions and experiences. And it's not necessarily, um, it, it may not necessarily interfere with a mother's perceptions about the cuteness of their child. However, there are some possible ways in which female experiences or emotions may impact the mother's perceptions of their child's cuteness, such as body image concerns. Women may be more likely to have body image concerns of feelings of self-consciousness about their appearance, which can lead them to be hyper-focused on their baby's appearance and how it reflects on them as a mother. This may cause them to overestimate their own baby's cuteness or be overly critical of other baby's appearances. There's motherhood identity. Right? Motherhood can be a deeply transformative experience that can shape a woman's sense of identity and purpose. And as a result, a mother may be more likely to view her baby as the cutest or most special because of the emotional significance that the baby holds in her life. There are huge hormonal changes during pregnancy and postpartum can affect a woman's emotions and perceptions. For example, some women may experience heightened feelings of protectiveness or attachment towards their baby, which can influence their perception of their baby's cuteness. How about some social pressures? Women face unique social pressures and expectations related to motherhood, such as the expectation to be a perfect or ideal mother. This pressure may cause a mother to feel like her baby's appearance is a reflection of her own worth as a mom and may influence her perceptions of her own baby's cuteness. You know, there's no one-size-fits-all answer to how distinctly female feelings may impact the mother's perceptions of their child's cuteness. All moms experience emotions emotions and are unique and it's important to approach perception of cuteness with an open mind and a non-judgmental mindset so what you know 
we start off silly with the podcast and then we kind of get a little serious on this stuff with hormonal changes and postpartum depressions. But like I said, too many women experience postpartum depressions and too many husbands fluff it off as them just being depressed and they don't really understand what postpartum means. So we're going to have to name some of the hormonal changes a woman goes through after she gives birth and we're going to start talking about how they affect a mother, uh, how a mother can feel about the cuteness of her baby. I know it's silly, but let's do that. So after giving birth, a woman undergoes several hormonal changes that can affect her emotions and behaviors. And here are some of the hormonal changes that occur. Prolactin. Prolactin is a hormone that stimulates milk production in the breasts. Increased levels of prolactin after childbirth can promote feelings of attachment and protectiveness towards the baby. Oxytocin. Oxytocin is often referred to as the love hormone because it is associated with feelings of bonding, trust, and intimacy. Oxytocin levels increase during childbirth and breastfeeding, which can promote feelings of attachment and closeness between the mother and baby. How about estrogen and proestrogen? Progesterone, rather. Estrogen and progesterone. During pregnancy, levels of estrogen and progesterone increase significantly. After childbirth, these levels drop rapidly, which can contribute to feelings of depression or anxiety. However, it's important to note that not all women experience postpartum depression or anxiety. You know, these hormonal changes can affect how a mother feels about the cuteness of her baby in several ways. For example... Increased levels of prolactin and oxytocin may promote feelings of attachment and bonding with the baby, which may influence the mother's perception of the baby. Additionally, postpartum depression or anxiety can affect the mother's ability to experience pleasure or joy, which may make it more difficult for her to appreciate the cuteness of other babies or to feel confident in her own perceptions of her baby's appearance. It's important to approach perceptions with empathy and understanding recognizing that every mother's experience and emotions are unique. If a mother is experiencing persistent or extreme feelings of depression or anxiety, it's important to seek the help of medical or mental health professionals, please. So, you know, you know, what did I learn from all of this, right? I went around, I got on the internet, I started doing research. It didn't take me a long time, to be honest with you, to find a lot of this stuff. Um, And I put it together in a way that, started off funny and ended off serious. And, you know, I want to give you the understanding from a male point of view that um, men are more easily reconcilable to the idea that babies aren't cute than women are. <laughs> I mean, honestly, if, if, if you and your wife are sitting there and you go to somebody's, you know, party and there's other kids there and there's babies there and one of them is showing off their baby and you and your wife think that baby's ugly you don't say anything until you get in the car on the way home and your husband looks at you and go hey man did you see you know so and so's baby was I mean that baby was the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life and your wife looks at you and goes aw no please aw that's terrible which means yeah you're right honey right that's the ugliest baby I've ever seen in my life and she's not going to say it so what did I learn from all this well I learned that mothers are always going to think their babies are the cutest, no matter what anyone else says. That's really what I learned, okay? And, and, you know, at the same time, we got to recognize that everyone has their own perceptions of cuteness, and that's okay. You know, it's okay. After all, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, right? So 
I mean, when you look at your kid, you think your kid's the most beautiful thing in the world. You know why? Because it's a miracle. That's why. Every child that's born in this world is a miracle. It's, I know it's a, a regular way of life now, and I know there's low, low death rates in childbirth now, um, as, as you know, in accordance with what, 1850? I mean, in 1850, moms were dying from childbirth, right? Uh, women were dying from childbirth. There was a lot of single dads going around, um, and that's not happening today. Um, if you're a single dad today, it's because you and your wife didn't get along, not because she died in childbirth, right? Uh, and you, as a single dad, I mean, as a, as a dad with a mom, you know, with a wife and a kid and everything else, it's your job to protect the way those people feel about themselves. It's my job as a dad to protect the way my kids feel about themselves and to protect, you know, the world, my children from the world. That's really what, it, what what's going on. Um, as they get older, those feelings kind of go away and you start to look at your kids and go, oh, you know, my, my kid can probably do this a little bit better. I think that they're being a little lazy here and a little lazy there and this and, you know, and, and uh, maybe you tell your daughter, hey, put on some makeup, you know, we're going out today and, and, and things like that happen as you get older. But, but honestly, folks, beauty, like I said, is in the eye of the beholder. And in this case, the beholder just happens to be... Are you ready? Everybody, right? Everybody is the beholder. We all have kids. Everybody's got kids. Kids are great. Thank you for being here today with Big Louie G on things you're not supposed to talk about. Have a great day.